I'ma make a hit, then take a hit. I keep it crispy like bacon bits when I break a what? You little widgets don't get me when I display my gift. Then you could take a seat, take a kneel, take a trip. You silly glitches ain't making nil when I make the script. You probably you guys uh you guys wanna get started? Yeah. Alright, very cool. Alright, thank you for coming. ASA Detroit, which stands for Attention Seekers Anonymous, was I thought that was like really funny. <laughs> He's like, I'm an attention horror without saying I'm an attention horror. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. All right, but we, let's go. I always forget this, and I forgot the picture. So we have to remember oh, okay. to do the picture after, because I always forget to do the picture if <laughs> Dude, we don't do it first. Is, this is so my life on my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like, the last guy, I'm like searching through all of his Facebook photos. I'm like, I did not take a f***ing picture. Oops, excuse my language. No, it's fine. We'll take care of it. No big deal. Um, all right, yeah, so ASA Detroit. Ten Seekers Anonymous. Let's go with the introductions. Hey, it's JD the Smile Hustler, the People's Choice, and the People's Champ right here, man. All I do is turn frowns upside down and get the world back happy again. That's great. That's great. This is the Downriver Diva, Stephanie Ann. And call me crazy, but I'm really happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Call me crazy. Oh, hello, eh? <laughs> uh, I'm Scott Sveland. I'm just here to have a good time, you know? That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So the whole the whole premise, right? Right. We talked about a little bit upstairs, but is is I, I, I invite, like, different uh, comedians, artists, whatever it is. Long term is, like, any artist, but right now it's, like, comedians. Homies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definite, definite. And so, and then the comedian picks two of her close comedy friends, Mm-hmm. So what made you pick these two dudes? Okay, so first and foremost, JD, um, since I've been in the game for, like, I was in the game, like, probably four or five months. I met JD at a showcase at Rusty Nail. He's been my coach and yeah. my mentor throughout all of this. Like, um, if I ever have an idea for a bit, I run it by him. You know what I mean? And then he'll tell me what's wrong and how white I sound when I do it. <laughs> so, so that's that's why I picked JD because, like, uh, yeah, that's and we are also um, uh, co-hosting the new uh, open mic slash showcase at um, Hammer and Nail Bar. And so I thought, Where's why Hammer not? Nail? Where's Hammer uh, Nail? Hammer and Nail is on Woodward and Mac in uh, in downtown Detroit. Yeah. It's a great area. It's a beautiful bar. It's so classy. It is a date night. Like it's really a date night. It's a it's going to be a great night. We have pop up chefs chefs coming in every week. It's going to be it's going to be a good good time. So one night. One night is that? It's Thursday nights. Every Thursday night, um, nine p.m. to eleven p.m. Oh, late night. Late yeah, night. a little late night. It's a summer one. Yeah, it's a summer one, and it's a great place. Though we were just there before we came here, and it's it's beautiful. Like they have a great patio. We're gonna probably be uh, simulcasting what's going on inside on the patio for smokers. So if you want to go outside, have a cigarette, come back in. You know you won't miss the show. So That's awesome. it's it's gonna be it's gonna be lit. Um, and then Scotty, I uh, <laughs> I gotta say like I met Scott through Cherie Ledbetter, and Cherie is one of my great friends. Like she was I, honestly, if I could bring three people, Cherie would have been the third person. But um, I met Scott through Cherie, and he just like really captivated me. And I just like honestly was just like we connected so much about weight loss and all the things that go along with like, you know, being an addict to food. 
and um and other things um, <laughs> so all the other things and then uh yeah so i was like i was like honestly like scott's one of my best friends he's one of my biggest uh people that i run jokes by too and one of my favorite people just to talk to like honestly i just like scott tell me about your vacation <laughs> you know what I mean? He was just like, "Girl, you do not even understand how bad Ohio is." <laughs> so, J- how long you known JD? JD, I've known since like April of last year, like 2021. Okay. March. So, March. yeah, March, March, March. March. And uh, Scott, gosh, when did we meet? Last summer? Um, like November. Fall. November. Okay. Yeah. yeah. November. November. So yeah. Oops. I'm, okay. Cool. 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 Um. But yeah. Uh. But yeah, we we go back and forth a lot with with all our stuff. Um, he'll th- just send me an audio message of an idea, and I'll be like, "Thumbs up," or I'll be like, "If if I don't think that it's great, I'll just be like, hey, um, maybe do it this way.'" And then he'll be like, "Okay, what do you mean by that? You don't like it?" <laughs> like, no, no, no. And I think that like we're we're seriously like brother and sister separated from another mother and father. Oh, yeah. yeah, for real. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. That's why. That's awesome. So I was excited. To, well, I was excited. I don't really know you. Yeah. So it's cool to like. I was excited that like you were gonna bring Scott because that's one of the main reasons I wanted to do this was to like meet everybody and get to know everybody. So I was excited about that. And I was excited that you were gonna bring JD. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because uh, I want like I was really impressed. And Stephanie, we talked about this last night, and you remind me of it. But I was like very impressed. Like when I first met you. Uh, like some people, and I said this to, to someone else too. I think I, I said this to uh, Kevin Johnson. He came with Melanie. Mm-hmm. But like when some people walk in to like a mic, they like not like kill the energy, but they definitely, or maybe they don't add anything to it. Whenever you walk in, you like you create like a whole like this crazy uh, l- like positive energy. Right. And I'm being, I'm not just like saying this. I'm being serious. He's uplifting. Yeah, like a little of uplifting. And, uh, like I met you probably like maybe like six, seven, eight months in, maybe even like a year in, right. And maybe like a year in. And I was just like, so impressed that, uh, you like came up to me, like we talked and like, you gave me like, like you just like hit a nail, like you hit the nail on the head with so many things. And so <laughs> like, what is your, what is your like little comedy backstory and how did you, were you always like that or did you get to be like that? Okay. So to start it all off from the beginning, I'm just blessed with this ability. Okay. I never tried to ever do comedy. Comedy had to be a weapon for me because in the black community where I grew up in that time that I grew up, I'm very dark skinned. So in the eighties, that wasn't hot. That was like having AIDS. Okay. So I had to learn how to be defensive because I was always the target. See, white people don't understand the power of what we call joning, playing the dozens or whatever. Y'all call that being an asshole. Yeah. Or a douchebag. Yeah. Okay. Okay? So that guy (laughs) knows. Yeah. Yeah. But y'all hate him and he ruins your life and traumatizes you till you're like 35 and you go to counseling and hopefully you don't, you know what I'm saying, your wife over because you're alcoholic or something. You know what I'm saying? That's what y'all, we just call it every day. Okay. okay. So as I was growing up, because I grew up in a very religious household that believed that, you know, Jesus like walk with you every day and like on your shoulder, like you shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't say that, whatever. I wasn't really good at the dozens because 
I wasn't really around in a setting where people went with, with the back and forth. All right, so this is the second time I've heard the term the dozens, not yes. from you, from somebody else. Mm -hmm. What is, like, I'm an idiot. <laughs> the dozens is simply just a game of degradation. Okay. Yep. Whoever can degrade the person the most and the most creative wins. So why is it? Is it like you get twelve tries? Like why? No, they call it the dozens because you literally you can, like the person who killing you, killing you a dozen times. Okay, like okay. he ain't he ain't releasing you. Like you okay. know what I'm saying? It ain't no like tennis. It ain't no hit it, come back, yeah. hit it. No, it's bow, 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 bow. And then somebody jump in, yeah, I love what you do it. And then now you got seventeen people. You know what I'm saying? And you getting killed, you get murdered. You feel what I'm saying? Over and over and over. Over and over and over if again. There's like, no finish him. Yeah, you know? no one cares about the psychological distress you're under. Nobody cares about the emotional trauma you're gonna have later. Nobody yeah. No one cares about what could possibly happen to you before the end of the evening. Like yeah. you could li like people have been destroyed so bad. I've literally seen people destroyed so bad. I'm like, they should be dead tomorrow. Your well being. Like does there not should matter. be no reason why this person should live to see another day. They've just been decimated. <laughs> That's the dozens. Okay. Okay. So I grew up in a society where that was just a regular thing. But in the socialization <laughs> circle I was under, because it was dominated by women, yeah. women don't do the dozens because you'll get cut or killed if you black and you're a woman talking that craziness. Yep. You feel what I'm saying? Women women only black women only can go so far with the dozens. So that they're not they're not messing with that. They not, they don't even touch it, especially okay. when you're talking about church in the 80s. They, you know, they trying to go to heaven, trying to get married. So you keep your mouth shut. You, okay. you know what I'm saying? Keep you keep everything close to the cuff. You what, were you, what age were you born? What year were you born? I was born 71, sir. I was okay. born during the time of uh, Ted Bundy, um, the, the <laughs> California Strangler, um, Jim Jones. Remember the Kool-Aid guy? Remember the Kool-Aid hey, Everybody, let's have Kool-Aid. 900 people died. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I, I grew up right, and right after Nixon had got caught up with Watergate and yeah. Vietnam. I, this one, I was born in a very tumultuous time, sir. Okay. Okay. So this is why I am legitimately crazy. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I've studied my whole origin story. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I was born at a crazy blessed time, which is why I am blessed to have these gifts that I have. Yeah. So the gift of foresight that you talk about that I have, I get it only because I was an afflicted, uh, introverted, uh, 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 just like a separatist child. You get what I'm saying? So being so dark, skinny, I'm skinny as hell. I'm fat now. You feel what I'm saying? And that's what I, I tell people. Watch what you ask for. You will get it. You just need a little bulk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just need a little bulk. I was skinny. I was, I was so much frailer than you, Mullick. I was way, way more frail. You frail. Know what that's I'm like my worst nightmare to be called. By yeah, that. yeah. I was so much more frailer than you, bro. Yeah. And so I used to always want girth. I always wanted girth because I thought girth was the thing. Yeah. You know, God want girth. I, I can't wait to get big. One day I'm gonna be big and I'm gonna get everybody right. Okay. Yeah. So boom. So I'm skinny. I'm dark. They used to call me Slim Jim. They used to call me Slowpoke. You feel what I'm saying? Remember the uh, little black cow, uh, uh, a lollipop? It was real dark chocolate yeah. and skinny. That's with me, okay? okay? So they talk about me all the time. So what I learned was I could never talk about anybody else. I didn't have that ability. So my power was in talking about me better than anybody else could because I know me, oh. and they already talking about me. So what I learned was I'll tell better jokes about myself than anybody else because the only jokes they had were the typical jokes. Black, burnt toast. Yeah. Um, they called me an eclipse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it was just like, eh, burnt coffee. All it was just like I heard them all. 
So then I started learning to be more creative, just telling my stories of my life. My fat auntie Franny, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Being a boy, growing up around a bunch of girls, and how one year they didn't buy me no boy clothes. They just had me hand-me-downs from my cousin, so I wore dresses and skirts. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, talk about my gay cousin Daryl, which I now talk about now. My gay cousin Daryl, my gay uncle Daryl. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then it became nobody could talk about Jermaine better than Jermaine, so we'd rather just hear Jermaine talk about Jermaine. So people lost the power. It was just like your boy, Eminem, okay? Well, it was a bunny rabbit, white rabbit, whatever yeah. his name was. Eight, and, the scene in 8 Mile, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in 8 Mile. He I burns did, all the premises. Boom, I killed him. Yeah. I murdered the game. Here's JD Skinny. Dude, that's not skinny, man. That's fit. You yeah, and that's what I keep trying to tell him. That's what I'm yeah. saying. But that was college. Like, whatever picture you That's UAD. We get yeah, that's UAD. Right there. You see me in the hallway? What dorm? Come on. Oh, oh back then, I um, I used to run... Uh, 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 Ah, what's my door? Holden, Scheipel. No, not Scheipel. Uh, not Scheipel. Well, we started in Scheipel. We started running. Everybody starts we started in our gang. We started our gang in Scheipel, and then we took over. Um, What's the, um? not the quads, because we kept, we kept a man. The Holden Hall, man, the Holden Hall. Not Holden. Holden was what I mean, no, what the heifers was. <laughs> um, what's right there by Holden? Where the, um, where the, where the, it doesn't okay. exist anymore. I, I know. It became the psychology offices. Oh, and yeah, okay. I know what you're talking about. That building, that that was um um Reno. 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 Second flow, Reno. Yeah. Everybody know where to go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was our shout out. Everybody know. So we say second flow, they yell back, Reno. We be like, everybody yeah. know. They say where to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, we was sweet like that. I love going to U of D. Oh, we made U of D the hottest school in yeah. the city. You, you can thank me. That's all that's all JD. I'm sorry. You, 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 all, everything <laughs> that y'all did at U of D, you can thank JD for. You pass it down. Oh, baby. If, if I didn't go to this school, none of what you got, you would have got. All right. Fair, man. Yeah, man. We made it happen fair. at U of D, bro. You, uh, University of Detroit Mercy, Titans for Life, uh, Phi Beta Sigma, Road New Chapter. Everybody know about the guy they call SST. Silky Smooth Touch. Anyway. That's you? Oh, for sure. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, all right, Scott. Yeah. All right. What is your uh, comedy story? What you st you started? You said like two years ago or a year ago? Nine months ago. Nine months. Nine months ago. Yeah. <laughs> Nine yeah. months. Oh my god. Yeah. And you got a year in. Baby, baby. You are like you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Tell us. Yeah, okay. Like tell us what like how this whole thing got rolling. Yeah. So I moved down here for a big boy job. I'm originally from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, and kind of grew up like. The super awkward, super, I always taller, like towered over everybody, you know, yeah. and I never fit, I think, the UP status quo, you know. Yeah. How come? How come? How I was raised, you know, the, Sve yeah. the Svelans are kind of a more artistic group. My mom's from Warren, so she like was like, we're not having you with that accent. Come on out here, you know. <laughs> she was like... Is she in my whole life? She like because it's um a, b a big thing up there is ending uh, sentences and prepositions. So like you're gonna come with you know or whatever. And she's like, life doesn't end in prepositions, Scott. I'm like, all right. But um, so that's how I kind of I I became like this guy that tried to like just make everything okay, you know. And so then when I moved down here after I graduated, what was not okay? Like what was not okay? Just you know like I. I remember people like picking on me, and but I remember seeing other people who were quick, right? And I wanted to be quick like that and have like good comebacks. I remember practicing having comebacks with people, like just like up here, like to kind of like start practice. Yeah. So you would have people like make like make fun of you? No, no. Like I, if anything happened, I always would like think like make sure to think of something, even if like the time had passed. Right? Yeah. So you or, had a nine deck for the next one. Yeah, yeah. And so then you build up this, and then you just get quicker, you know, mm -hmm. and stuff. And then um. And I like making people laugh. You know, it's a fun, fun thing. Yeah. And so then I moved down here and it was kind of like I was here for about a month 
And I was like, I've always wanted to do this. We're going to do this. Like comedy, like we would watch it every comedian as a family. Like that's what we all did yes. together, you know? Yeah. Anybody from Richard Pryor, to, uh, you know, Robin Williams to like now people like Bill Burr and all the, you know, folks, you know, Kathleen yeah. Madigan, you know? So it really just was like, I kind of moved down here. I'm like, I'm going to do it. Darn it. You, you, mm-hmm. you didn't hit, where was you? I remember seeing you early then at outer limits. Was that one of your first ones? Yeah. That might've been my first one. It might've yeah. been your first one. I think I yeah. might've been your first one. Yeah. 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 Like a virgin. <laughs> like hey. a vir- yeah. I remember, and I remember like, cause you Google, like when you want to start doing this, you're like trying to Google, where do you go? And it comes up like Ridley's maybe one night. So unhelpful. Yeah. So unhelpful. <laughs> but Google. Google don't know. It don't know no. about Detroit comedy or Michigan comedy. Why not? I don't understand. And which is sad because honestly, the best training that you can get in the comedy game comes here. Right. I'm, you, New York, LA, they can suck it real talk. And you're going to have to edit that out. No, it's fine. But yeah. No, yeah, I'm ready for my Bravo. Right. But yeah, um, yeah. Be, because no, honestly, you don't get the type of training that you need to be a true comic. Other than here, in my honest opinion. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, no one here in Detroit gives a damn about you at all. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Detroit is the hater capital of America. Preach. Nobody hates on people better than Detroiters. Um, we hate on you so well, we don't even call it hate no more. We call it keeping it real. Keeping okay? it real. Um, you, no matter how good you are at something, there's always a Detroit that got a cousin that could do it better. Okay. Or a crackhead. Uh, or a crackhead. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's like you're never, you're constantly, you're constantly learning how don't worry about impressing these people because they don't care anyway. So you literally learn how to just love doing what you do. And in that love, in that creation, we go other places and we're freaking phenomenal in other places. They looking at us like, man, where did you come from? Like, what, what? We're like, from Detroit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the stuff I'm doing. This is really just light work. I ain't even really got into the heavy stuff, but they're so amazed because they don't have the same concentrate. They don't have somebody that's that concentrated, that that committed. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Like we are too entertaining, and we're so happy to finally have somebody that'll freaking listen, yeah, and not interrupt or try to be funnier. Or get up and, you know, walk away or a waitress, you know what I'm saying, take yeah. drink orders or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's all, that's all part of the game. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it was so funny. Um, I remember the first time I took Steph out of town. Yep. We go to Cleveland. Okay. And Shannon Bowden. Man, us. we took. Yeah, I like Shannon, Shannon Bowden. Bowden. Yeah, we took Shannon Bowden with there. us. I got to get him on We took Shannon Bowden with us. They looking like, oh, wow. I'm like, man, just do your set, whatever. They get, they come down from both. Just mind you, just going through the flow. You know what I'm saying? Just feeling good. Mind you, we're playing the middle of a movie theater, <laughs> like <laughs> like lobby, like, like literally. Like we're the in spot. the Star Theater where the concession stand the is. The spot is a redone, yeah, movie theater Cineplex. that they're turning to a, a Cineplex. Mm-hmm. Okay, twelve theater yeah. movie multiplex that they converting into an entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Multi-complex. They're doing comedy right into what would be the lobby where you buy your popcorn and your jujubes. That's where the open mic is. Oh, it's an open mic. It was right. an open mic. Oh, but they have mic. rooms. The all the all the theaters they've converted into theaters. Yeah, they have and shows. They have Netflix tapings there and shows. Yeah, it's, it's a whole second floor. They got that yep. man it was crazy. So I cool. so they go in. I'm too close. Okay. 
So they come in, man, and they do they they do they set, they feeling they self, doing their little five minutes, woo 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 woo. Man, the people looking at the, oh my God, y'all da da They like, oh, oh. I'm like, yeah. That's because where you come from, nobody cares about your little stupid little five minutes. Yeah, yeah. So that's why you have to commit to it, because like I don't I know you don't care no way. Yeah. Like people talk about my phenomenal um crowd work or whatever. But my crowd works comes from the confidence of me literally addressing the elephant in the room. We used to have a place called Mandy's that used to be on Six Mile and Conan. Mandy's when every home. Monday night. Mandy's was we cause we used to nickname it the jungle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you go to Mandy's and you can get them to celebrate anything you said on stage, you won. Yeah. What's the, they, play, what's the equivalent to that, like, right now? Nothing. Nothing right now. There's no room that equivocates to Mandy's in this vicinity, what's the in closest? this region. What's the closest? Maybe a punchline room. No. no. Don't even come close. Okay. Mandy's was a... No, 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 me, I, the reason why I'm saying this because yeah. I need you to understand the picture. <laughs> Let me paint the picture for you. In this room, you have people that just got out of jail this morning. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's okay. start there. Fair, fair. fair. <laughs> I right. just got out today, right, and we're celebrating game. tonight. It's a Monday. Literally. It's okay. a Monday. Got out the jumpsuit five okay. minutes ago. I have. Now, mind you, while I'm here just getting out, my baby mama and her girls are here. Okay. <laughs> okay. Where my My cousin at? works the bar, which is why I'm out, because she's like, come on out here, got some drinks, and you just got out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Celebrate We're smoking freedom. weed in the bathroom, and where they're having the comedy show where we should not be smoking at all anyway. Yeah. All right. Yeah. The the security who's checking me for weapons and, and illegal substances is selling me blunt wraps. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's a two for one. It's a two for one. This is the greatest. It's a two okay. For one. The food is delicious. The drinks are affordable, and the bartenders pour heavy. There we what go. kind of food? Plenty of space. Plenty of space to move around, and the DJ is one of the hottest DJs in the city, and he f- with the comics. So that means. Yeah. In the middle of your set, if you he will, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you get, but if you make it through that, if you make it through all that, you a G. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You a G. So, 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 what, so, what I'm saying is the training that you go through, that you, if you really commit to the real training that Detroit has to offer you, yeah. Because another thing that people don't understand about the comedy game, the comedy business, this is the only state where you can make a real living doing comedy. Yep. And you never have to leave the actual state. Now, why do you say that? Like, why do you say that? The money range of um, the substance, because in when you're doing this comedy thing, people um, use this term booked, okay? Booked only really means you're getting paid to do the show. And that doesn't mean that you're getting a tip. A tip would just be something like anything $75 or under if you're doing 15 minutes or more. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's called a tip, okay? okay. If, you're a, if you're a true nationally touring yeah. or, or regionally touring comic. Okay, when you start making hundred dollars, hundred twenty five dollars, two hundred dollars, you're that's getting a night. Booked. Yeah, that's a night. Yeah, that's, that's a night. night. Yeah. Okay. You put a couple of those together, you got like a week's pay. Exactly. Okay. So when you're getting that type of money, you're getting booked, and so now you have a you have to represent. You have a certain you have a certain type of representation that you need to be bringing forth. Okay. And so what's happening out here in the game now is you have so many people that have just I don't know jumped into the game because they love comedy. And because they all now friends, they think, oh, because we all like each other, we're booked. No, right. you need to be actually performing in front of real audiences, 
drawing in real crowds and getting real money. You feel what I'm saying? And then that is considered a booking. And then now you have some real substance so that you can really add something to the game. You feel what I'm saying? And it's just it's it's crazy how the game that got crazy out here now, all of a sudden. I don't know what didn't happen, but it's something is broken. And there needs to be more accountability in the game because it's not enough. And that's what's that's what's irritating me in the game. Okay. 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 Um all right, well, hold on a second. Before I want to ask a question about that. So, like, what? Like, give me an example of of like a situation. You don't have to be like crazy specific. No go. But give me like a situation that would is like frustrating you, and explain. Yeah, explain that to me. When I um the biggest frustration we have in the game right now is what I call um like a fake. Give me like a fake example. Yeah, give me like a no fake, no okay, yeah. it, okay. So there there are. Two, there are two things happening simultaneously in the game that's hurting the game. You have older comics who never committed to the craft. Okay. But because they have made friendships, bonds, and they're great socializers, they feel that they should earn a certain level of respect. And so there are new people who are committed to actually doing what it takes to be a comic who have now superseded them in talent. And so they feel that these people should submit to them simply because they're older in the game. It's like your auntie, <laughs> who was a crackhead, yeah, and yeah. used to steal your grandmama's TV. Yeah, now she done got Jesus, and she doing better. But she wants you to forget about all them times that okay. y'all spent money and put the house up to get her yeah. out of jail, and she done stole the TV, and y'all couldn't watch, you know, the Lawrence Welk show or nothing. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? She wants you to forget about all that. And see that, that 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 right there is disrespectful to me because makes sense. you got to respect the talent of people. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Now, like, okay, that brings me to like an interesting question. And I'm gonna go ask Stephanie Scott, and then we're right. gonna circle back to you. So, like, are you doing? Are you guys? We'll start with Stephanie. Like I said, are you doing comedy as like comedy or bust? And you're just like working at this like job that helps you get through the week, or is it like the job is? kind of your main focus and the comedy is uh, like a serious like maybe like a serious hobby side thing that you do as like a creative outlet so like i do my nine to five functionally and i i do what i have to do when i'm on the clock yeah and when i'm off the clock i'm doing comedy when i'm on the clock yeah sometimes i message people sometimes things like that happen but it the thing is, they took our breaks away. <laughs> no, so no, no. I, I don't I'm mean like, that. I don't they mean... took our breaks away, so I'm like, I can, I can message people, but, but honestly, like, the thing is, is like, I'm, I'm really going for comedy because, I mean, in all honesty, I only have like so many years before I can retire. Yeah. And I'm like, and once I retire, I plan on going at it full, full, full force. So you're like setting yourself up. You're like yeah, setting yourself up yeah, in a good position. Yeah, because But your like, job don't fulfill you? My job does not fulfill me at all. I, I go through the motions. The one thing in my job that does fulfill me is helping people. I love doing customer service work because I always, like... My people follow me on Facebook and yeah, Instagram. Yeah. Like they, they are supportive of the comedy career. And I didn't share it with a lot of people, but I mean, like, I, I do love that part of my job, but that's the same part of me that is the part that wanted to become a comic. So are you more fulfilled now in a year of doing comedy than you've been in how many years you've been doing your job? 
Oh yeah, definitely. Most definitely. Like I, I mean, I'm really, I get exhausted a lot, but like, I really, really am more fulfilled because I, I'm creating things. I'm creating shows. I'm creating podcasts. I'm creating sets and jokes. I never thought I was ever going to be this funny, like ever. That, that's that's actually one of the reasons I, I reached out to you is because mm-hmm. I'm very impressed with your, um, like your production hustle. Yeah. Like you're doing a lot of good, like and you're and which I really appreciate. I don't even like make it out to this stuff. I think I messaged you mm-hmm. for a year. Mm-hmm. It, it, what Sunday does and never came out, but like you're doing, you're like you're like actively trying to uh, like find things that are going to like upgrade the situation for everyone. Yep. And even like with that, uh, I was really impressed with that whole barbecue uh, kickball game. Yeah. Cause I know like how much work and coordination and like, get, like you talking about getting the meat donated and getting the field the and charity like involved. all that stuff. Yeah. Right. It's like so much Sponsors. and, and it's very thankless yeah. So I'm anyway very impressed and Thank very you. appreciative. And it, it wasn't just me. JD had a lot. No, I know. Yeah, I know, but 100%. I'm just saying, like, I mean, like the kickball game. It, yeah, that was something. It was just like on a whim. He was like, "You want to do this?" And I was like, "All yeah. right, let's do this." Yeah. So it, and and it all worked out, and everybody had a great time. Like Scott, you you had a fantastic. Oh, I mean, so like, much fun. yeah, it's so yeah. Much, it was so much fun, and um and uh. Thank you to Trixie's Bar for having us. And and honestly, I'm super excited for uh, what we're doing next weekend, the Diva Cup, the Downriver Diva Cup. Yeah, what's Cup. that, what's that, what's that, what's that? So that is 32 comics. Um, everybody gets a minute of time. Oh, I saw this, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, so we're not doing rounds. We are just, everyone does their minute of time. And for every joke that you get, um, the audience laughing, you're going to get a point. And for any that fall really flat, you're going to get a negative That's point. That's great. Um, JD's going to be one of the judges. That's great. No, I'm the actual. I He's keep the, the actual points. point keeper. Yeah. 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 And then. So uh, not a judge. Just the. Mm-hmm. the uh, I keep the points. You're, well, I'm trying to think of a word. Come it's on, just like Scott, a wild and out. Every time you yep. get, every time you hit, you get yeah. a point. Yeah. yeah. You, you miss, you get minus a point. Yeah. That way to keep it competitive, yeah. keep it even. And you know what I'm saying? And it's time for people to start challenging themselves. Like I was just trying to say earlier, like people got to understand, like we are the funniest city out here. So when I go, when I travel around, I go to other cities, I get mad at how committed other cities are to their city. Mm-hmm. I'm from somewhere else and they like, yeah, 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 but we us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like some of our funniest comics went to a comedy competition in Chicago and the runner of the actual show, who's one of the biggest names in comedy, right next to Stan Lathan, you know what I'm saying, a Bob, a Bob Sumner, she literally told them, like, um, glad y'all for coming out. Thank y'all for coming out. But it's all about my Chicago comics, and I'm going to make sure they get premium spots, and that's just yep. what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're talking about 25 people sitting in this room. Yeah. Right. So that's why I just like that's what this whole thing is about. It's like really getting people committed to understanding what this is about. This is a this is a royal priesthood. You know what I'm saying? Being a part of Detroit comedy scene, man. This it's a lot of history from here, man. It's a lot of comedians that come out of this right. this set that have changed the world. I mean, Tim Absolutely. Allen, yeah, he's gonna shed right there. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> this ain't nothing to sneeze at. And so I just don't. I just I'm tired of me personally. I'm an old fart in the game, an old dude. Whoa, 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 whoa. what are you 49? 50, baby, all day. Killing 50. Yeah, I'm murdering the game. Kill, killing 50. Delicious out here. Killing 50. Yeah, so my whole thing is I'm just tired of people taking this as 
you know, um, just something to do. This ain't just something to do. Right. If, you, if, if, if you want that to be you, I want you to say out loud, yeah, I just want to just do this. I ain't, you know, okay, yeah. cool. Then I will give leave you alone. Yeah. But you really I, what this. I don't like is there's so many people that have judgment and condescension for comics, material, how to carry yourself, whatever, and you've never worked on your set, your image, your career since I've known you and you've been in longer than that person that you criticize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are you? We're going to get to that in two seconds. Scott, yeah. all right, so, like, are you doing, because you said you moved here for a job. Yeah. So, like, yeah. where are you, are, are you, like, comedy or bust, or, like, is it is it, like, a thing that you, like, just love that's on the, like, not on the side, but not on the forefront of your existence? Like, where are you at with that? I think comedy can, kindles a lot of joy and a lot of purpose in my life right now, you know? So, I, I, I really do like my day job. Like, I'm not going to say yeah. that. But um, I think, you know... I have to I have to be careful with my thoughts around this because I have I mean you know like I had to take a break because I get so competitive yeah. and I'll get in my head and I'll yeah. go start, and my comedy yeah. starts getting really bad the second I stop having a good time and stop positive energy exactly so like I've had to like put myself in a timeout for like a month I <laughs> yeah. said that yeah, yeah I, I said that did. last a uh, couple two people I was like when I see someone that's got on a show like on a poster and i'm like hell yeah good for them yeah for I'm, in sure. a, I'm in a good place and when i see somebody on a poster and i'm like what yeah. <laughs> and I need, like, dude i'm like mark you are in comedy timeout yep. that's not how it should be i'm like uh, not how and and i want to talk to you deserve the what the way no 100 <laughs> but but still though like if you're in a but good I feel place you know. I feel in a good place you're like hell yeah good for that and mm-hmm. hold on like table that thing you just said because I do that's one of the main things that I wanted to talk to you about because I appreciate some honesty in some situations but continue what you're saying yeah continue where you're at so how it all went down was I was like ready to quit and I I took a month off and then I went to the independent for their Thursday night show just to watch and Connor means like go up and this is back when they booked that yeah Um, and I went up and I just kind of felt like this energy of like you just don't give a darn yeah. Right, and then I went up, and it went well, and it felt great, and then it's carried through, and it's it's hard because like when I tell people like oh I have this energy of I don't care I don't I don't not care about what I'm doing I don't care about the craft I'm just trying to like really focus on that mm-hmm. because I'm only like it's nine months you know I I gotta get yeah. my I gotta get my repertoire yeah, and I gotta nothing. work it's on nothing. my stuff it's nothing in the big picture you know? and so nothing. but and so being new is hard. And everybody's like, you don't know till like your five year mark or whatever, right, you know, right, or right. something. I don't know. And they and everybody got a different piece of you know additive to give somebody whatever. But um, some people just again, some people just got it, and some people don't. Can I, mean, I ask something really quick? Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Do I get to tell my origin story because these guys did, and I didn't get to tell oh my, my origin story? Yeah, yeah, story. yeah. Can we? Get, all right, so. All right, okay. So Scott, explain where he's at the comedy. Yeah. We're gonna go with JD's gonna no, explain. Go to her origin story. Please. No, then we're going to go origin. No, go, go I, no, I want to keep this up. I'm, I'm a diva. I'm a diva. But to go, no, no, no. I do want to. Is a female version of the hustler. I want to respond to what Scott said. Is like I realize that the comedy is. So like I've I've gamble i used to gamble oh, yeah. right and I, the reason i'm a bad gambler is because you're at the casino 
and you'll never get all their chips, right? Never. So it's like, I no matter how many chips I have, nope. I, like my theory was like, how am I going to get to 500 if I stop at 100? I get to right. 500. How am I going to get to 1,000 if I stop at 500? So like comedy, I remember like talking about the independent. Uh-huh. I remember when I first started, I was like, the only thing mm-hmm. that I want to do is do a legitimate set at the independent. Okay. Yeah. And then, then like that's like that's I was like if I get there, then like I feel like that's what I want to do. Okay. And then like you're up there on like a Thursday showcase, it goes well. Yeah. But there's always the next thing. So then there's always somebody like behind you. There's always somebody way ahead of you. Mm-hmm. So like you're never gonna be. That's kind of what we were talking about before. Like I did that 15 minutes, and I and that was like, oh man, if I could like host a legitimate show with legitimate people and do 15 minutes, and I'm like, that's it. That's all I want to do. Get paid. You know, I get paid 50 bucks. This is awesome. But you were in a room full of athletes, mullet. Real talk. Yeah, we, that's like, what, yeah, yeah. The yeah, whole yeah. mentality of an athlete is constantly set the bar. Totally. In totally. the weight room, you slap two forty fives on there, bump that boy ten times. Somebody will say, no, 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 slap two fifteens on yeah, there. Yeah. 100%. Okay? 100%. So that's just what it is. We all athletes, and that's that's the way, in my opinion, everybody should be looking at comedy. It's the same way you looked at it if you had true athletic goals. You feel what I'm saying? Set goals daily. Accomplish your goals. In your defeats or in your unaccomplishment, then you know how to tweak and get your stuff together. You feel what I'm saying? I do. So you keep moving forward. You know? Like, I... I just want I, I keep wanting to comment, and I'm trying to hold my comment, but no, no, Scott is like one of them ones, okay? Like He's got all the energy. Yeah. Scott's got I, all I the mean, energy. You, you spoke to it earlier, and I'm sorry, but I'm going to go ahead and use it now. But Scott got a gift, but the problem with Scott is Scott is raised in a very traditional situation. You feel what I'm saying? And he's done everything he was supposed to do, and he don't like to rock the boat. Scott's not a, ro- a boat rocker. You got some boat rocking material in your stuff. <laughs> oh, he do. You got some boat rocking material in your stuff. Yeah, you know, you you know, it's it's you know, it's it's a lot of um, control. It is, and I that's I mean, yeah. we we talked about addiction earlier, and that's what you yeah. kind of learn about when you recover from addiction. There is never any control. That's the, control is the illusion, right? And right. so Boom. it's whether you. Just release, and that's what I'm just trying to do right now. Is just release control to higher power, universe, what God, you know. Yeah. Give it up. Yeah, and I think that's the cool thing about comedy. And I'm, I'm sorry, I don't mean to do this. Let it rip, dude. No, let it rip. Like, cause we we talk about like addiction. You talked about the gambling thing earlier, and I had yeah. my own shit. And um, I think what's cool about comedy is the difference between, in my mind, an addiction and gambling. Is, or addiction and <laughs> sorry, no, throw gambling in there, man. No, 100%. No. <laughs> an addiction and passion. Is that a passion has a service toward other people? There we yeah. go. Ooh, talk that talk, Scott. That's really good. Yeah. Uh, that's that, really good. And that's what I mean. We're bringing joy to people and Hell trying yeah, to get them their mind. You know, this is why that's I love good. him. This is why he, he dropped came. them gems. Okay. All right, Stephanie. Origin yeah. story. This is where we're at. This origin. Is we, origin. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, origin story. Origin? I went to U of D. I yeah. went to origin. That's, a, that's the last. That's the that was the last. Origin. Origin. I also used to say documentary instead of documentary. I just make of it up my own thing. All right, go ahead. You're origin story pronouncing words incorrectly yeah. i'm a teacher i'm a teacher so okay so origin story like what do you want to know uh, okay so I, here's what i'm always very interested in okay. and i do want to like hit actually we'll start with stephanie okay. then we'll go jd scott on this okay so like what did, what got you to the to the open mic okay and then what what like bear trapped you into it okay so um my husband got really depressed and I bought podcasting equipment and I was like, hey, instead of just doing your little sports podcast that you wanted to do, 
why don't you produce a podcast with me and um, my cousin and her aunt, who's like the same age as me. So uh, we did a show called She Unit. You can still listen to it on Spotify and everything, but um, did that for about a year and a half. Um, we had a good little following because my cousin was uh, being a drummer from a pretty popular band dating, from Down River. Dating a drummer. Dating a Tell drummer. Tell the truth, man. Oh, this is a dating, true show, I thought. Dating. <laughs> well, they were they they did live in a house the together. They did know. live in a house together. So I guess it was I guess it was legit. They were in a relationship. All right, thank you. Um and uh and so anyway. Uh, she unit is very not PG thirteen. <laughs> yeah. So if you listen to it, you're gonna hear a lot of stuff about things that you really probably don't want to hear about. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so did that and uh, had a falling out, some stupid argument, and uh, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna prove something to myself. I'm gonna show myself that I can do this on my own, and I'm gonna go. Um, I'm going to go and try an open mic. And I had met this guy. I went to a Brad Williams show at Mark Ridley's. Okay. I met this guy. His name was Brendan Shepard. He was from Southgate. He uh, briefly did comedy. Um, we're really not in contact anymore. But uh, he lived really close to me. So it was like we went to a Jamie Kennedy show together. And then he had learned about... Mike, an open mic out here in Clawson at Detroit Burger Bar on a oh, Friday yeah. night. Friday nights. Friday nights. Yeah. So when COVID ended and everything opened back up, he was the like, I'm going to do it. Yeah, after the first the wave. First he was like, I'm going to do it. Do you want to go do it? And I was, he's like, I'll sign you up for it. He was on MCN and they hadn't accepted me. He like added me or whatever, yeah. didn't accept me. So I was like, yeah, I want to go. So came up here my best friend jen who lives right around the corner she came up her husband came up they come and we sit there and wait because Polly just keeps bumping me Polly was hosting Polly was hosting i thought it was somebody else um i think it was laura luckman's yeah, room luckman's and uh Polly was hosting for the night so anyway Got bumped a bunch of times. We're there for like three hours. <laughs> Jen's ordered like everything on the menu. I'm not kidding. She was like, I need to eat. Something's up with my biology today. And I was like, okay. So um, I get up. I do my time finally. And I do this whole bit about like feeling old because I'm in the last tier of Taco Bell's age ranges <laughs> because it's like 40 and up, okay. <laughs> you know? Okay. And I had just turned 40 and like did a whole thing about that and the cheesy hordita crunch, which by the way is the most delicious thing at Taco Bell if Fair. you are a white girl. Fair. Um, but I uh, it, like kind of ate shit, but um, had met a couple people at a show the week previous, like Genevieve Marcus, um, yeah, Genevieve Clinton, Marcus Olin, uh, Nick Ford, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Nick Ford, um, bunch of people that night, and uh, they were all like encouraging, and so I had wrote that little bit, did that, and then 
did one more night at Grizzlies and Wyandotte when that was running. Met Brett Solferino that night. He was introduced to him as the Brett Solferino. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought he was ah! like such a big deal. I was like, oh, it's just this guy that looks like Wyatt Earp. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. He hustles, oh man. He's hustling those open mics no, too. No, but you it was respect. funny the way that they, they introduced him like royalty. And it was so funny because I really truly was like, this guy's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's like somebody that I talk to. I have his phone number. Yeah, huh? You know what I mean? So, but, um, but yeah, so we did that and then everything shut down. Big Gretch shut everything down and I had all this podcasting equipment. So I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to do my own podcast. I'm going to invite, I'm going to do like Mark Marin from what the, f- yeah. Oh, sorry. No, let it rip. Yeah. Do your thing. WTF. And, uh, I'm going to invite one comic on at a time. And then I also love the podcast, last podcast on the left. And um, they had a, under their like network, they had a show called The Round Table of Gentlemen. And it was like just a bunch of dude comics and like one or two females would slip in here and there. But it was a round table and I love that idea too. So I wanted to do both. And then I wanted to do it and make it all about me because the last show I had a lot of like no we can't do this oh no we're not inviting these people to come over and interview you know what I mean stuff like that so I was like I'm gonna say it's so called, the chicks from uh, the girl the girl squad she was unit because she was shining and you know how females can't have another female outshine another I'm female. I'm not saying that. I'm not yeah. saying that. No, I know you can't say it because you work around so many of them and they can cancel you. You feel what I'm saying? They all got Instagram accounts. Yeah. But I, I'll say it for you, Mullet. Women can't work together on nothing. They horrible. You got to have men to break up the monotony so they'll have something else to concentrate I've on. I've seen many females do great things together. Yeah, but own. for how long? For many years. How long, have, how long can a girl band stay together? Many years. Oh, how long did name Beyonce, one Beyonce's band last? Some of them very name to, one. No, they there has to be like a, a lesbian in the mix. Exactly for sure. It's got to be a. It's got to be like there has to be, like, there has to be something that offsets. There has to be masculinity in the mix. The Russian band. That Which got, Russian keeps band? getting arrested. What P riot? P riot. Yeah. It's the name of a band. You can they say keep that. getting arrested. They keep bro. getting arrested. They've That's why they forever. stuck together. They They're Russian, right? They're fighting against Putin. <laughs> They're doing it. They're doing it for their people. Portlandia girls band. Portlandia. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Portlandia okay. girl. Portlandia. 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 That's something only white people know about. No. I think so. you, okay. you never watched that show? Portlandia. I think only people watch. You need to watch it. Portlandia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. All right, so okay, okay. so you talk. Oh, so, so that's when so, you, so that's when you start coming around. With, I remember you coming around with the, uh, with the, uh, you came on, and I remember like you came on uh, with business cards, like you were the girl with the business cards. I was handing out sanctioned by Stephanie yeah. cards. I wanted people to listen to the podcast. I was like, if I can get at least ten people to listen to my podcast, I'm gonna be happy right now. You know what I mean? It's COVID. Nobody really even wants to. F- come out to this stuff yeah and i just want to i'm just like trying to get people and i mean like i met a lot of people because of that so yeah, you were I'm quick th- like I, I i was i remember because i got when i came when i started doing it i was like the dude in the like in the side on mm-hmm. the chair mm-hmm. like not talking to nobody you know yeah. i just kind of wanted to like bide my time yeah you know i think maybe i'll meet these people maybe i won't whatever yeah. but i remember you were like 
boom, boom, boom. Like, hey, what's up? Like, I remember I showed up to uh, Parts and Labor on a Thursday. When it was on Thursday, it was like more hanging outy. Oh, God. Hangout spot. Yeah, it was. That was a good one. I miss it. And you were like, you were there. You're like, hey, my name's Stephanie. Here's a card. Boom, boom, boom. boom, boom. boom. So that was like, yeah, you came after yep, it. That yep, was cool. for sure. And I got a lot of people listening because of that. And like now we have like over 50 listeners, like, for sure a week That's and then awesome. it's like some of these episodes it just depends on who the comic totally, is totally, it can totally. go through the roof i mean like our our number one episode um for the longest time was uh was kevin johnson's he had over like 150 listens yeah. for the longest time but i mean like and i mean like and i say that and i'm, I'm just trying to say it because i want to be completely transparent and open and honest about it like it is a hard thing to do you have to say it at every mic you have to promote it all the time but like did that met jason vest okay Jason Vest is the man that is responsible for me getting my butt out there and really doing every room possible. Okay. And the thing is, is like, um, my husband and I were still together at the time and like Jason it has, has been married to Melissa forever. So we're kind of like brother and sister. You know what I mean? Like we have really similar lives except for like I didn't go in the military. So Jason and I went to a lot of mics. He took me to Battle Creek, um, uh, David Steve's room. Uh, at It was J.P. Whiskey's at the time. They don't do it anymore. I think they do a showcase now. Somebody else does it. But um, we did that. Then he took me to Boogie's room at Woodward Bistro. And that's when I became a comic. Oh, wow. Okay. Like, I really do believe that's when I, I really just started like paying attention to crowd people. I started paying attention to other comics, like this guy over here. Is that where you guys met at that spot? No. That's um, exactly where we met. No, I no. didn't meet you there. She met me at Rusty Nail. Yeah. And I hid on her cause I didn't know she was married. Okay. <laughs> I got swag, bro. You know what I'm saying? Her energy She's was phenomenal. She's handing you a business card. You thought it was a. Yeah. You thought like, it was a. You thought it was a business like Malik, card. Well, she don't understand. It was, it's Malik, by the way. It's Malik. Malik. It's yeah, Malik. Yeah, okay. yeah it's Malik. I'm listening to this uh, Hungarian. I've been mocking her the whole time. Yeah. He calls me so, a Polak. Yeah, too. man. She's a straight Polak. So look. So so Mark. So the first time I meet her is at Rusty Nail. But what she didn't understand was she walked into a perfect storm. Okay. <laughs> It because was, I have this was my first Detroit show since Corona, since um, a show I did with Simply Chanel where I really revealed the truth of the game that Corona really is. Because I was in the middle of it and I was I was trying to tell my people they're at it, they're at it again, and here's the information. Okay. Yeah. But because my people are so superstitious, all they heard was, you had Corona. <laughs> yeah, and at that it was not now it was then and it was like oh you know so nobody was hearing me yeah so the first show I do for me when I'm now coming out of um when I came out of my hiatus because I went on tour I, just, I left Detroit I left Michigan and went out here where everybody else was living a regular life that's how I knew that it was a fix because okay. I'm like the death toll what I'll have crazy to put, I'll have to put a I'll have to put a COVID thing on the on the podcast. Yeah, I'm sorry, but yeah, I'm just saying the death toll wasn't <laughs> the same everywhere else. Yeah, like yeah. it was. Nobody here. cares. And so yeah. it was like, I know, uh, I know, I know. this thing is crazy. Yeah. So anyway, long story short, I go to Rusty Nail because of a guy by the name of Adam Walsh. Yeah. Okay. Yep. 
He calls me. He got he because he got the bat phone number. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I need you. Da da da. So I'm now coming back. So I have I'm on another. My mindset is on something different. And so what I mean by that is I came to be the Moses I am now. I'm sorry. I just I really <laughs> accepted my role. I knew what I was supposed to do. So when I walked in, I'm on my hundred thousand JD confidence. Like I'm, yeah. baby, the world about to change. You got tonight. mojo. You got mojo. I'm sorry. You I got I, some I, energy, baby. I walked in and like you the got world some about energy. You got some energy, tonight. man. I knew it. I said yeah. the world's changing tonight. So she walked inside of one of them waves as I was sending out one of them sonic waves I was sending out, and so I hit her. So she like, who is like, what is this guy? So there was a, a young guy who is a good comic friend of mine. Okay. Um, Nicoletti. Z- Zach Nicoletti. Oh yeah. Okay? Zach Nicoletti. So is he my still baby, doing my is he baby. Still doing it? Is he still yeah. doing it? Yeah, yeah, I feel like he come got back, hit. Zach. All right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he one of them. You know what I'm saying? So Zach and Scott are her children. Okay, Scott who? Yeah, this guy, Scott here. No, right? Scott's sleeping. Oh, Scott. Yeah, she got to say her brother. Scott, that's, Scott, that's, that's, that's her uh, oldest child. That's yeah. <laughs> Scott is her oldest child. She let go to college. And she, she, <laughs> she, she, she I, let go to we're college. friends now. You know how your mom's getting? We're friends now. We're I friends. didn't. I didn't. Roe versus Wade, you honey. <laughs> so I said it in the most <laughs> nicest way possible. I was like, I don't know if I can say the A word. I don't know if I can say the A word. That is a very fine word to say. <laughs> I'm like, I've sa- already said the S word, the F so word. I, I've said so everything So when I else. first meet her, so boom, I come on her heart. You know, I gave her all the juice, okay? So <laughs> she rubbed my so belly. What's crazy is, Mark, I ain't even performed yet. I done walked up like, hey, hey, you, what's happening? You know what I'm saying? So she like, this guy, da, da, da. He's so got a lot of she, charm. This guy's so got a lot I'm of charm. I'm thinking that she's Zach's mom. Whoa. That's what I lo- literally thought. Wait, what? As a chaperone? Yeah, because remember I thought you was, remember I said, I thought you and Zach's dad were married, remember? I didn't think you thought I was his mom, yeah, though. I, I thought, thought like, like maybe step- stepmom. Yeah, that's his stepmom. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, I just said stepmom. Thick, hot stepmom. Yeah, because oh you married to it. I'm, I'm thinking like this is the dad's little new chick. Yeah. You feel like Because she's sitting here like, you know how the stepmom got to be supportive because <laughs> the, the mom ain't coming to the <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm sitting there like yeah. it's gonna be trying to win. It's gonna be okay, Zach. You're gonna do good on this show. Dad came with him to the yeah, show. Yeah, Zach's dad was at was oh, at the no. Rusty Nail. That I like I even said I was like, Is your dad coming? And he was like, Yeah, you're yeah. gonna get to meet him. So yeah. I was like, Cool. So funny story about Zach real quick. Go, go, I, I, didn't, go. I didn't realize how young Zach was until right. Zach was like, Wait, you're a teacher? I'm like, Yeah. And he's like, What school? I'm like, Utica. Zach went to Stevenson where I went. But same area, like same area. He's like you to go high school. Oh, I dated like so and so, and it was like, dude, like I didn't like. I'm old. Like I'm old. Like, I stand like you're talking about some like student. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, I was like, she was in high school like a year ago. Like, what? how old are you? He's like, I'm 19 years old. Like, it, yeah, but anyway, yeah. No, because it, it blew your mind. Yeah, like, yeah. You think you kicking with another comic? You realize yes. I'm kicking with a kid. A kid. A kid. <laughs> But Mullick, this is the game. This is what I'm trying to tell you. This is what happened to the game. All of a sudden, it got, got on steroids during Corona. Yeah. It was like crazy. Like everybody got COVID, and then everybody won't do. Everyone COVID. wrote jokes. Yeah, everybody, everybody wrote, wrote jokes. jokes. So, <laughs> so the Go. funniest thing is Go. JD comes into JD. JD comes on now. Mind you, Kevin Johnson is Come hosting. On. Hosting, and yeah. I had met him Kevin only Johnson. one time before. Melanie just pops in because she must have gave you a ride. No, or you guys all rode together. 
Yeah, I think, wait, man, I think we were on. Yeah, yeah, Something yeah, like that. Yeah, Melanie yeah, was like, together. so Melanie yeah. was really not supposed to be there, but I got Mail to see. I got to see Melanie that night, and I was like, I've heard about Melanie Hearn. Genevieve had told me about Melanie Hearn. Right. And I was like, I was like, I got to see her. And she did this whole Goonies bit. And to this day, my friend Melanie Hearn swears she has no idea what I'm talking right. about. Right. <laughs> it was, <laughs> like, it was when right Mel did a off freestyle the Goonies top play. of her head. I really, yeah, and, she and she's like, she goes, I, I'm, I'm just gonna be, I'm just gonna be playing with you right now, Stephanie. I do not uh, even remember. realize it. Yeah, yeah. So must be nice. Pretty, pretty must funny. Nice. Like, pretty funny. So, um, <laughs> anyway, so Melanie gets up, and there was like, I think one other comment. JD comes up. So JD comes out doing a live on Facebook. Dude, on live. Facebook I've live. seen this guy do a lot of live it's stuff. Man. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. To Our handle, honest man. to God, it's a lot. First real interaction is on the Facebook live during his set. That's because he's he's wrong in the fact I did not meet him before. This guy, <laughs> like it, he our first interaction was on the Facebook Live. On the Facebook Live, he comes over to the table and starts like talking to Zach's dad. Talking to Zach. Hey, my buddy Zach Nicoletti. And who's this? Is this your girlfriend? A female friend? You're fishing, Something like that. And, fishing, and I was like, I was like 40-year-old like friend, you know? Yeah. And he goes, Oh, don't even be like that. You don't even look like you 40. And compliment then, coming with those compliments. Yeah. And then there's a move. There's a move. Then, I know this on, move. Son, we said no, we said it like peanut butter and yeah. jelly. Yeah. And then he, he started like saying something about he was going into his rocket ship bit because <laughs> I'm a fat white girl and that's what it's about. So he, he said something. He said something like, uh, he goes. <laughs> he said something like, uh, he said something like, uh, I didn't even realize that you were 40 or whatever. And he was like, uh, he was like, you, you look like you could pass as 25 or something like that. And I just was like, oh, don't threaten me for with a good time. And he was like, oh, girl. And then like kept going back and forth for a second. End of the live. He goes into his set. And honestly, it was funny because Nicoletti the whole time is like whispering in my ear. He's like, I love JD. <laughs> I was like, what? He goes, I, he's like, he's really funny. And I was like, well, shut the fuck up. So I, oh, excuse my language. <laughs> no, let her rip, let her rip. I was like, I'll, I'll shut up so I can, so I can, uh, I can listen, you know? And he did his rocket ship bit. Point to get them points. And so I'm like, they're not really white, white. And so I'm, I'm warning them. Then and, and then she's like, oh no, with a Cuban. And I was like, oh, y'all just got off the boat. Wow. Yeah. 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 Man. I'm, and go. But so what but they don't understand. that night is when I, find, when I first realized, like the first night that I met him, I realized that he is an alien from outer space. And he just has this ability to like, telepathically read people mm -hmm. and it's it's insane i've seen it happen a million times and i swear to god like i i, I i'm scared by it like mm. i was like how you know and he's like i'm an alien and i'm like i believe you <laughs> like i said when when you die i'm gonna have them cut your head open and open up your brain and there's gonna be a little green man in there man in the Controls, you know, like a men in black, yeah. all day, right. all day. Give you and sugar water. It's just I've been I've been given a hundred percent a gift, and I'm constantly trying to use it to help other people. That's what's so literally kinetic about this 
culmination we have here right now because everybody in this culmination this connection right here is 100 percent about serving other people Mm -hmm. i try so we want the true joy of any effort that we attempt is to make sure somebody else is having a good time or is happy yeah that's perfect do you realize how rare of a collection that is today so many self-serving people, and we live in a self-serving society, and it's prom- and it's promoted to be so. Social media is 100% self-serving. It does nothing progressive for anyone. But as long as I can get you to tune in more than you tune into someone else, then I'm winning. But I'm really not changing nothing. I'm just getting you to tune in to what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of the golden age of Hollywood that happened during the Great Depression, right? Because life was so terrible. And like, not to be a Debbie Downer, but look around you. Come on. <laughs> you know? And so that's why I see we're, we're getting this resurgence of stuff. And I think it's people just want a few minutes of just respite, you know? And that's what the service that we're trying to provide, you know? So you don't go in the office the next day and like ring out your coworker. You yeah. Know? All right. So, Scott, so you've been doing it nine months. Yeah. yeah. Like, what is... Like, what is, like, the biggest thing you're getting out of it? And, like, what is the biggest frustration you're getting out of it? I didn't realize the community would be as awesome as it is. Genuinely. Like, folks like, I mean, like, like JD, Stephanie, you, like, have just been, and all the friends I've made have been so, it's 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 a family. It's, it, I, I always liken it more to, like, my time, like, at a fraternity. Like, it is, it's m- more than just friendships. Like, it's just this bond, you know, that, like, they're th- thick and thin folks, you know. So I, I love that. My biggest frustration, I, I think, probably, mm, social media, no, I shouldn't, no, I probably, well, I, speak, I, no, it's, it's cool to like hear like your honest thoughts. So if, just yeah. say your honest thought, whatever it may be. Social media and self-promotion, right? Because I'm always like, I'm like, oh, I don't want to bother someone. I don't want to like do that. Da, da, da. And I like, I, it literally happened today. Um, I was like, I don't know if I should message this one person. I don't want to bother them. And someone's like, if you don't, no one's going to fight. You got to fight True. for yourself, buddy. True. You know, so. True. That, I think, the, the I love the community. I really do. And they've been really kind to me. And then, yeah, I just need to be a bit more f- forceful in advocating for myself. I think All that's right. the second bit. So, like, the okay, so you're from the UP. Yeah. Right? Which is, I'm guessing, not like, it seems, to, people from the UP seem to be more, like, in balance with, like, Mm-hmm. I mean, it's way more nature up there, and maybe yeah. I'm stereotyping. No. Maybe I'm like way stereotyping, but it seems to be like more like so. I think people that are come from more nature areas are more like at a at a at a like understanding of like what are the important things. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. So is that like st- like so to like I was explaining to someone the other day, like hey, they're like hey, I want to come to a show, and I was mm-hmm. like okay, well uh, I'll let you know the next show that I'm on, but I'm gonna like put some pictures on some like posters that I'm on as well. Those are not real shows. Those are like open mics, but I just do those to make it uh, present the fact like I'm doing comedy. So when I want to get a real show, it kind of have like a track record. 
And so like, and that's a little bit out of my comfort zone, like mm. the self-promotion, right? Yeah. So is that like something that is a little bit out of your comfort zone that you're like struggling to f- try to figure, like not figure out, but like get comfortable with? Like you're saying you don't want to bother somebody. Yeah. That's like a UP thing to say, or am I wrong? <laughs> I love it Scott's is. flyers or, though, or by no, the way. Or no, or no. Yeah. Like, no am I being though. an idiot or no? No, no. Well, I went to college in a place that gets 300 plus inches of snow a year, Jack. Like we don't have time to mess around with stuff. It, it is like, it is, it's a people of like, I mean, the, the the folks that I descend from are survivalists up there. Yeah. There isn't a whole lot of fluff. It's just the fact, you know? Yeah. And it's still like, I mean, folks hunt to live. You still grow your food. Like, not yeah. me, obviously, but like people do up there. <laughs> That's your you culture. Know? Yeah. That's your culture. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. And social media is all fluff. And yeah. You come from a no fluff culture, yeah. But you got to do a little fluff, oh yeah, to prom- to kind of like make your way, yeah. So how do you merge that? But uh, Scott is like a Chaldean kid growing up in Detroit. Like he born in the D, he raised in the D. So what I mean by that is, like you're asking about his traditional heritage, mm-hmm. but he's the more modern culture version of the up like he the yeah. reason why his grandma got to get wi-fi so she can communicate no, with scott i understand yeah. that but i'm saying like yeah. so like like he just said uh, like his thing was like i didn't want to bother this person okay so like how do you like is that something that's a little uncomfortable or you like to like promote yourself like yeah it's about i think right now it's having I mean, honest conversations like this, but especially when I'm one with you, you, you know, I'm like, this is what I'm feeling, you know, and I think yeah. you have to be is honest this about what we were talking about earlier. Y- exactly. Oh, okay, yeah. Right. And I didn't name it, but you know what no, I mean? I absolutely yeah. understand. And so, and, and I, what did I tell you? You're like, message him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And it is like, cause I think uh, that's the one thing I've really learned. I think in this past year is you have to be upfront with others about how you're feeling in the moment because people will be there for you and they're going to give you, the advice, if they care about you, they're going to give you the advice they need. And then even though I might know it, I need someone else to tell me what is going down. But oh, also, for sure. yeah, but for also sure. being completely confident as a comic, like we have to have that, mm-hmm. that inside ourselves, like saying that, like, yeah, I should just message him. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like I'm, I, and, and, and it took me a long time to like, I was just about not, to say, where does that confidence come from in you? Because like I said, you used to be Scott. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's so what that's I'm saying. It took me a long time to just say, you know what? I'm I'm messaging whoever. Mm-hmm. And I'm if I want to do a show in Grand Rapids, I'm going to message comedian James Brown Jr. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and yeah. and I did that and I got on the show and I did it. Yeah. Like but and I wasn't scared with, to do it. But you got to have a con- that's what I'm saying. I never it, met the guy. It normally normal stuff would be scared, but you know what? The Downriver Diva isn't scared anymore. <laughs> Definitely, because so. and I I mean it's it's like when she's both say it's it's a muscle in a way it is it's a muscle yeah. hustle <laughs> yeah it's a muscle yeah. hustle you gotta take it to the gym you gotta take you gotta take it all to the gym yeah. yeah you gotta get it going because like that's the only way you get it yeah so um no you're no good. it's cool yeah I just listened to Mark P it's Sorry. cool <laughs> so. All right. Okay. So this is so creepy hot right now. No, no, no. So this is the question that I wanted. I peed. It wouldn't flush. You just peed on my pee, and I heard you pee. This is like a Donald Trump. Well, I'm editing all this out. Donald Trump would be in seventh heaven. I'm editing all this out at one nine eight six. One nine eight six. But I just peed your pee all over my leg. All over my leg. 
because it was splashing all over my leg, and I was like, oh, it's my pee, no big deal. Yeah, you grow. But you now I me, find babe. out that it's her pee. I was, yeah, you doubled it up. So it now never flushed. Everybody, oh, it flushed for me. It didn't flush. No, no, Operator it just flushed error. for her. She was the last oh, one in there. Sorry. All right, all right. All right, all right so. All makes pee. Okay, so this is. Cut it. No, we're going to cut it. <laughs> Let's have a moment of silence so I can make a nice cut. Good. End scene. Okay, so <laughs> this is a question. This is what I wanted to comment on and ask you a question about this, Stephanie. So I really appreciate, right? Mm-hmm. And we have, you kind of mentioned it and you mentioned it. And we've mentioned that's part of like, and I think it's part of the frustration because you only see people's like highlight reel and you're, 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 you're seeing everyone's promotion and you're seeing everyone's like picture of them on stage. And like, I even notice like, you know, like I'm curating it to have like a backstory. So when I do try to get in a show and they look at my Facebook, they can see like, oh, this guy's on poster post. When you know, these posters are like, this is an open mic. Mm-hmm. And I send them a picture, <laughs> right. but it's cool. That's cool that they're doing it, correct? Because it's yeah. it's committing a service. So no no judgment on them. But you are very good at like you post like your triumphs, and you also post like your deepest defeats, and like when you're feeling the most defeated, which which like usually I don't appreciate when someone does that. I'm gonna be really honest. Like I don't appreciate it. I feel like it's like whiny, and I feel like like it's like, like look at me, but I do not feel like I don't feel when you do that, I'm not like having that reaction. I'm having like, oh, she's like really being honest and it's really nice because that's like a... you kind of relate? 100%. So like I'm relating to a lot of those things that you're, that you're, uh, that you're saying out loud, which I, I'm just like angrily not saying so, so like why like what so, inspired you, just you to do that so you said he really basically over your, over your alcoholism yeah. <laughs> no i'm just kidding um sometimes when i when i have to i let it i let it out and the thing is is like for so many years of my life i had to keep everything in yeah i mean i had a very temperamental mother like me and my dad get along famously we're we're best friends like i'm always cool with my dad but my mom and I we do not speak um and a lot of it is because like my mom had to be the star of the show and she always pushed me down to build herself up and it was kind of like it always felt like a competition she had me at 19 years old um by the time I was 18 she was younger than I am right now yeah and it was like she really just like I don't know we just never got we just never got along I was never special I was always too fat my mom was really thin until she blew the heck up (laughs) I had to censor myself um because she's older now and has a lot of stuff going through her veins so um but I honestly like I just my mother really pushed me down so I was like I have to be vocal about things. I have to stand up. I have to say my piece. And I had a good, good friend for a long time. Her name is uh, is Jamie Bass. And I don't care if she is mad if I say her name. But what I'm going to say is Jamie was always the girl that stood up for all of the dorks and all of the nerds and all of the people that got the hate in high school. And I didn't go to high school with her. But she did that even continuously in our adult lives. And 
my brother knew her in high school and he, he went to high school with her and he, he even said, he was like, yeah, Jamie was always there for everybody. Like she was the girl that would fight somebody if they threatened to fight someone who couldn't fight, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. she would be like, now fight me. And she looks like an Amazonian goddess. <laughs> I mean, she's like, she's like five ten whatever. But she taught me how to really like get on the pulpit Say what you feel and stand up for people that need to be spoken for. If you can, if people will listen to you, which I found out people do listen to me. I mean, I look at my story. I see how many people watch it every day. I'm baffled by it. I'm like, what do you see an interest in me for? Well, honesty, honesty. Yeah. and, And that's the thing. It's like, I'm just trying to be me. And that's the only reason I do any of this is like, I just always never, I never was able to be me. And now I'm finally able. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. That part. That's legit. (laughs) All right, guys, we did an hour, man. We did an hour. Uh, Before we go, before we shut this down, we're going to go left to right. Actually, let's go right to left. Let's go right to left. Mm -hmm. Do you want to end or you want to start? It don't matter. You let me know what you want to do. All right. So like, what is your like final thoughts on this whole I guess like process that we're all like trying to figure out. No, um, honestly, man, comedy prevails, entertainment prevails, and people just gotta understand that it's show business. Um, through all the depressions, we just talked about it, nineteen twenties, recession, blah blah blah. The only industry that keeps surviving, keeps thriving, is entertainment. You know, Detroit entertainment is the absolute best. If I can't say that enough, um. We have some of the most talented, most awesome, most charismatic people you could ever want to be involved with. And I just want the world to understand that and finally give us our props. That's all I want. I'm Detroit for life. And it's just it saddens me that the world doesn't understand just how poignant we are to the history of America on so many levels. We're the industrial mecca. And entertainment-wise, from singing to acting, Script writing, poetry, the Dead Poet Society. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, get your life together, bro. Give us our props. New York, okay, I get you. L.A., I see. You know what I'm saying? I get yeah. your little waterway. You know what I'm saying? Your little <laughs> poodles and shit, your limos. But, baby, nothing pops off in this whole America's without Detroit, baby. We the only people that got international waters. We can go international in 10 minutes. That's great. Dog, we had two amusement parks in one like two amusement parks in one city. Nobody does that. Yeah. Like, bro, man, you got to give us love. We train white people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Like, like our That's white good. That's the name of the episode. The that might be the name we of the episode. That's going to be the name of the episode. <laughs> That's so saying, good. Man. All right, Scott. Let's, well, I'm with Stephanie because she picked the guest. Go yeah. ahead, Scott. I think what I've learned is to really enjoy the process as it comes. Don't try to fight the flow, whatever flow you kind of are working with, whatever pace is working with, and let people collect you along the way because that's what kind of makes it special. Wow, that's a great quote, man. Thank you. That's a gr- yeah. Let people collect you along the way. Yeah. That's a great quote. <laughs> like Boy, J.D. Scott, Scott <laughs> dropped gems. That's why you think he on the squad. No, man, that's a great quote. <laughs> Nine man. months let in, you think we ain't picking you up early? That applies to anything. Any process, Bro, anything any you're doing, process. just let is, people collect you along the way. Scott is officially JD's white people helper collector. <laughs> you could be like, you could just like have a uh, like a 
like a like a in your what do you have an apartment house? Yeah, yeah, apartment. Apartment, you just be in your apartment and have like therapy with arrows, <laughs> like from the street, and have people come up, have them drop fifty, yeah, and then just be like, have people collect you along the way, <laughs> and then send them out. Pokemon Go, baby. Yeah, and send them out. Seriously, you gotta like catch like them Pokemon now. Go or like in cards. Snoopy, or like in what is that Snoopy? <laughs> Charlie Brown. Peanuts. With a, gr- with a girl would like sit and go like, what? Well, what was advice? Oh or yeah, like Lucy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Lucy. Doctor is in. And just send him the card. And then she would hold the book. football down yeah. and totally would snag yeah. that. Yeah. That's right, you. That's you. All right, Steph. That's you. You Lucy all day. I'm glad you finally confessed it because I can't say it without you confessing. I'm Lucy. I'm Angelica from Rugrats. Oh, you so Angelica from Rugrats. So that's <laughs> reference for anyone look, 20, 30 years Why is you like um my man Firestone, Rob Firestone from ESPN? You get people to confess they truth, you start crying on your show. She fought back the tears. She about to cry on your show, bro. Uh, I, was, think, I am also Miss Piggy. No, I think it's because I, I don't know. <laughs> like Rob Firestone, everybody will come do this show. And then they, the, 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 the squares, the squares is do I cry or do I t- do I tell the truth? Well, I'm actually interested. If I miss Piggy, you're Fozzie Bear. <laughs> what does that make, JD? Oh, I am Gonzo. Snuffleupagus. I'm Gonzo. Gonzo the I'm Great. I'm Gonzo the Great, baby. Gonzo the Great. Gonzo, I'm Kermit? always Gonzo the Great. Are you Kermit? If I'm a Muppet? I'd be like, oh, you Kermit. Kermit. He Kermit for sure. If I'm a Muppet? No, I don't know. I don't think. I have to think about this. No, <laughs> no you know what? I he, think he no, would be Gonzo. He's, no, he's legal no, eagle. No, you're Skeeter. The eagle. You're the, the eagle. eagle. Oh, he's the he's eagle. eagle. You're the eagle. eagle. Of the you, show? No, they must have the eagle. The, the one door that's on Sesame Street. He got the clipboard. No fun. The He's eagle no fun. is the funniest. He is the assistant manager. Actually, he animal. Is assistant animal. manager. Animal? Can I be animal? You, no, Nick Ford is animal. Nick Ford is animal. No, you cannot be. You don't look like you play drums. You don't that's know why me. You, you don't know me, JD. <laughs> I took over. I took over your duties at Holden Hall, man. Holden Hall was a new Reno. All right, Stephanie. Stephanie. All right. All right. You're Rolf. Okay. Final Go thoughts. play a piano. Final thoughts. Final <laughs> thoughts. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Final okay. thoughts. Like you're right. you're wrap up in this whole process. So, my final. <laughs> the Muppet thing has got me right now. Yeah, Let's try to keep this audio oh on point, man. It's tough. Okay. All these outfits. My final thought is is everybody. Just roll with the punches. And out of tragedy comes triumph. And if you don't believe that, then, like, look at me. There we go. (laughs) Because that's where I'm at right now. Everything in my life went to heck. (laughs) (laughs) That's Best censor of the night right there. that's what we edited. (laughs) So went to heck. And you know what? I I took that. I took it and put it into my humor. And... Believe, <laughs> and I turned it into a journey song. <laughs> just a small town girl. <laughs> That's awesome. No, it's a uh, just a small town girl born and raised in South Detroit. No, it's the, that small town boy. No, but I'm kind of a boy. Okay, are you true? We haven't talked about that, <laughs> but I am kind of a boy. Well, cheers, everybody. Yep, I cheers. really appreciate We're you guys done. coming. Oh, on. thank you for having us. We done. We done. We don't got to. We don't. We can hang out. Okay, too. We can we hang too. To yeah. You are the stuff, guy. I don't I'm have awesome. to go. Go to bed till midnight. 10 out of 10. Thank you so much. No, come on, man. Bro, thank you for having me, bro. No, that was awesome. Um, And also, hey, 
Scott and JD. Uh, so this was like technically Stephanie's show. So if you ever wanted to like have your own thing where you brought in two people, could be Stephanie, could be Scott, could be whatever. No, what I'm just saying, like it's so it's like Stephanie's focus, like her story brought your story, but it could be like your story brings other people's story, and it could even be let's say you even brought the same people, it changes the dynamic. So I would be down for that. So we'll I'll be very down for that. So like, Kicks and drums, but started way after I crafted some lyrics when young. So don't think for one second you're comparing the cunning. Just think for one second, stop staring and fronting. What's really big? What's really good? What's really hood? What's really poppin'? What really should be? These imposters really want it, they really could. Get it, man, forget it. I wish they would. What's really big? What's really good? What's really hood? What's really poppin'? What really should be? These imposters really want it, they really could. Get it, man, forget it. I wish they would.